Welcome to Recently Logged, where this week we're taking a ride on the Mugen train. <laughs> you don't like it, Mike? <laughs> I'm just thinking it sounds kind of stupid. <laughs> well, I like it. It's like if we did Polar Express and you're like, this week we're taking a ride on the Polar Express. Well, listen, it would be the same thing if we did like Snowpiercer or something. This week we're taking a ride on the Snowpiercer. No, we're taking a ride on whatever the train is. (laughs) Snowpiercer. Wait, it's called the Snowpiercer? I'm pretty sure. (laughs) Wow. Well, I guess that makes sense, actually. (laughs) But anyway, yes. Uh, Uh, Well, hello, everyone. Here we are. Hi. Um, uh, we took a one-week hiatus. Where were we? We were. We were, in, we were yeah, we were traveling. We were. We were uh, taking a, some something of a vacation. Not really. I had not to work. Really. We all had to work. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but we were not home. <laughs> yeah, we were not here, uh, in the studio. So uh, we took we took the week off and we went and saw um, a new movie that we yeah. were going to do today. Yeah. Who'd have thought? <laughs> Which you probably know <laughs> if you've clicked on this, but uh, we're doing Demon Slayer, the movie Mugen Train. Indeed. <laughs> as a kind of sequel to Demon Slayer, the show. Well, I mean, it is a sequel. Yeah, it's just weird saying that like, a movie is a sequel to a show. It, that, 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 that doesn't really happen normally. <laughs> yeah, I guess. It's a sequel to season one. So. Yeah. But yeah, but yeah, uh, here we are. <laughs> uh, we're gonna go ahead and uh, hop into the basic facts and get get things going. Indeed. <laughs> so, Micah, what what are the basic facts of Demon Slayer the movie so movie train? What apparently? <laughs> apparently, according to this, uh, according Snow to Google, Snowpiercer season two, <laughs> they add. Dude, this is whack. It says its name is Big Alice, although the train is attached <laughs> behind Snowpiercer at the start of season two. So, I, but that doesn't so I make guess sense. The, so is like the is like the front car the Snowpiercer, and then like the rest of the train is. Well, yeah, I don't know. It's a train designed to like go forever, pierce, pierce through the snow throughout the because like the rest of the world is like apocalyptic apocalyptic snow. It's all well, frozen over. Except for so, on the train. So they needed a snowpiercer. They needed a snowpiercer. <laughs> okay. okay. Well, now that we've cleared up that bit of snowpiercer lore, we can get into the basic facts of today's movie. All right. <laughs> so today we're talking about Demon Slayer, the movie Mugen Train. It's a 2020 movie. Uh, it just released in theaters in 2021 in America. Yes. By yeah. The way. That's why we are just now talking about it. <laughs> it is rated R. It's 117 minutes. So little IMDb description is, <laughs> after his family was brutally murdered and his sister turned into a demon, Tanjiro Komodo's journey as a demon slayer bega- began. Uh, yes. Tanjiro and his comrades embark on a <laughs> new comrades. mission aboard the Mugen train on the trek to despair. So it's literally, literally the plot description is just, here's the premise for demon slayer and they're on a train. <laughs> <laughs> well, this could have just been an arc of the show. <laughs> uh... <laughs> should i should i do the cast um i guess so i mean they're all listed we listed them last episode with yeah. season one and they're all in the all episode right. description so we as well natsuki hana i think is how you say his name i believe plays so. tanjiro uh akira kito plays very cool name by the way nezko <laughs> hiro shimono plays i think that's that's they're doing their last names first like you would say in japanese but... <laughs> like in <Japanese>. and <laughs> yoshisugu matsuka as i'm pretty sure inosuke ayo and my man <laughs> Satoshi hinu i think is how you say his name as um Ringoku, I think is how you, I don't I don't know I don't <laughs> yeah, remember yeah. how they pronounce his name in the show, but yeah, those are the main characters. In case you in case you can't tell, we watched the subtitled version, not the dubbed version. Yeah, in theater. So those are the main characters <laughs> from the show, the four main and the flame Hashira. Yes, uh, it is directed by Haru Sotozaki. 
which I believe wasn't he the guy who directed most of the. I'm pretty sure he's series. the show creator. Yeah, yeah. And the director, in that case, credited on every episode of the show. Well, there you go. <laughs> uh, written by. Oh, I thought it would have a better page than that. <laughs> written by. It just says the creator of the manga. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Uh, Koyo Haru. Dang, I don't know how to say how his cool last name. How cool would that be, though? I don't know how to say his last name. Go to gay? Maybe. I don't know. That's I don't know. It's just a wild guess. <laughs> but yeah, go look it up. Yes. It'll be much better than me trying to pronounce <laughs> it to you. Uh but yeah, that is the writer of the manga. Um any other any other things they need to know before we get into our what we what uh, we're talking about? Sure. Uh it uh it won the um the Japanese Academy Award for Best Animation Film. Uh, best animated film, yes. Well, this is best animation film. Oh, that's and odd. best <laughs> music score. Not bad. The score is quite good. <laughs> so uh, there's that. And, of course, for those of you who don't know, um, in, in Japan anyway, at the time, uh, Spirited Away was the highest grossing movie of all time in theaters. Uh, and then last year, I guess, yeah, in yeah. December 2020, <laughs> uh, Demon Slayer, this movie, Passed it as the highest grossing movie of all time in Japan. Which is crazy. Which is really crazy. <laughs> it's insane. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, <laughs> in my opinion, it is not better than Spirited Away. Mike, <laughs> just just rate every movie based off of whether, whether or not you think it's better than Spirited Away. Oh, don't worry. There'll be plenty that are. <laughs> hey, there's only like a, a handful. <laughs> yeah. You count them on... Two hands, probably. Definitely not. <laughs> I don't even think I can spirited away five stars. Wow. Uh, so but anyway, let's get into... The those magic the, within our hearts, Mike. Since those were the uh, <laughs> basic facts, let's get into our basic thoughts. Our opening thoughts. Our basic about, thoughts. About the movie. Our opening thoughts. So, Remy, what are your basic thoughts? Um... <laughs> I had to sum up my thoughts on Mugen Train. Mugen Train. In just a short, a brief statement, if you will. A brief statement. (laughs) I would say that it is a rather messy film that has a lot of, a lot of the signature stuff that made the first season of the show great, um, but it just stumbles in a few areas, like the, uh, pacing structure of the story, (laughs) uh, what it cho- what the movie chooses to focus on at times yeah. um versus what i obviously think they should have focused on um yeah. but i don't know it, it it's a pretty it's a pretty straightforward film i'm honestly surprised it has as much acclaim as it does like i mean yeah obviously it looks great um the soundtrack's amazing the characters are still fun yeah, it's a, um, it's a really fun movie. Yeah, no, it's, it a, it's looks, a fun movie. It looks amazing in a theater. <laughs> it's also a very emotional movie. So, like, I, I don't know. Like, obviously, I, I did enjoy it, but, like, it has a lot of problems. I, I ended up giving it, like, um, I believe I landed on a 3 out of 5, which I think is pretty fair. But, like, I did still enjoy the movie. So, yeah. I don't know. All right. Um <laughs> What about my, you? Micah? My basic thoughts on the movie are that it, it's really fun. Uh, <laughs> probably the best experience, like, is to go see it in theaters. Yeah. Um, but it is it is it is very messy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> its structure is laughable. <laughs> its pacing is pretty weird, and like, like Robbie said, like yeah. what it chooses to focus on and follow, even from making like <laughs> even from like following Tanjiro throughout the whole movie is weird. And yeah. like he said it was very emotional and it is very emotional. It is. But if you haven't watched the show, <laughs> this movie would be like nothing. Yeah. This movie would probably be one of the worst movies you've seen this year. If you haven't watched the show. I said in my letterbox review, um, with like the shoddy pacing and like odd like the the emotional beats won't hit as well i'm like if you haven't seen the show this will be pretty like mind-numbingly boring most right of the time. no I, I genuinely think if you have not seen the show like you should not watch which this is movie. which is half the reason i gave it <laughs> as low as i did um which is really weird right yeah. like like that's not a normal thing <laughs> but um 
the animation is fantastic. Of Characters course, yeah. are a lot of fun. The new character, well, he's not really a new character, but, like, you know, they focused on him as a character for the first time. Yeah. is a lot of fun. I like what they did with him. It should have been more focused on him, though. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I gave it I gave it three and a half stars just because, you know, I like it. Micah, how could you? You rated it something different from me by one point. <laughs> uh, but, yeah. <laughs> We must fight to the death. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> wow. But uh, yeah, let, let, let's get more into the nitty gritty. Uh, passing over on just a short view really doesn't add, do much for this. There's there's like only a few problems with yeah, it's, it. So. It's, it's quite an interesting movie to talk about. So, so let's do that. Wow. <laughs> All right. So do you have any opening questions for us as we get into our discussion and everything? Yes, I do, Micah. Wow. Um, what do you think? Uh, just, just like something kind of not like detrimental to the film. Uh, to start us off, <laughs> um, what did you think of the main, uh, like demon guy, the main villain, um, the the lower yeah, the lower the rank lower one, one. Yeah, lower lower one. lower one guy? Yeah. Because um, in the show, I feel like he was kind of disappointing. Yeah, I was about to say the they show, give him they give him so much buildup in the yeah, show. Yeah, they give him such a cool intro. He's the only one of the lower ranks <laughs> that survives, and he gets like more of what's his face's exactly. Blood. Yeah, he's supposed to be like ridiculously powerful, and like his plan is cool and all. Yeah. Like what he does in the movie is really sick. Like I, I was like, <laughs> oh, that's really cool, but like. <laughs> He goes out so easy. <laughs> yeah, for real. Which which is part of the structural problem of the movie because yeah. like it is Mugen Train and they beat the Mugen Train. <laughs> they, they killed the like, Mugen Train. <laughs> and there's still fifty minutes or something <laughs> stupid left of the movie. <laughs> like, um yeah, I don't know. I just I just think it's odd, like I think I think self contained in the fact if you cut out later stuff and had it at the movie paced to the Mugen train stuff. Uh-huh. Like specifically the train stuff. <sighs> I think he would have been a really cool villain because I like the way his like plan kind of gets slower slowly ish revealed. Um you know, I think it's a pretty cool plan, you know? Get yeah. them on, punch the tickets. The tickets. Uh, perform inception and kill their soul or something (laughs) i don't know it was a cool plan i liked it and then the fact that the entire train was him and he could like eat it yeah no it was was pretty dope actually that's really cool but i think i think the pacing is what like like the structure and pacing are what uh end up making him feel kind of underwhelming i was about to say they could have i wish they would have just like dedicated like three episodes or something to just the Mugen train plot right and that's it the end you know no it could have been a really cool but you got you well see that's the like one of the core problems with this movie is that there's like two movies inside yeah there's there's two <laughs> big things happening in this and unfortunately the Mugen train the title <laughs> the of Mugen the movie train. is is definitely dealt as the less important one yeah they just kind of are like, yeah, 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 get past all that. Yeah, we're we're on the Mugen train. Let's get off the Mugen. Train. <laughs> let's let's uh, let's. So we kill the Mugen train. Kill the Mugen. <laughs> and, wow. and Oskar be like, we kill the Mugen train. Wow. <laughs> but um, yeah, I I just wanted to bring him up because he does feel a little wasted here. He's he's like That's yeah all. he's like a cool guy. Um, I still I think, like I still like the hand design. Yeah, no, like he's got a really cool design. He's got a really cool power in this. Do you like his fashion um, in this? He's Michael? got a cool plan. He's got pretty decent fashion. Uh, <laughs> Ranking anime villains based off of their fashion. What about uh, at, at, would Michael Jackson guy go above him? Yes, <laughs> the fedora is a no brainer. You, you gotta have it. Yeah, the fedora and, and the suit is sharp, man. I don't sure. know. <laughs> wow. Wow. But uh, yeah, like it, like yeah, I think he could have been a really, really cool villain if this was maybe like a show arc instead yeah. of a movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just, I just thought we'd kick it off with that. That's all. But yeah, um, we'll get more into breaking down the specific structure, the whole two movie inside one movie thing. Yes. Uh, but I got a question. What is your question? Uh, what do you think of like Rengoku? Hmm. Like him, his, him as a character. You know, Flame Hashira, man. I think 
he's actually kind of an interesting character in the context of the Demon Slayer universe. Because, like, he's one of the twelve, obviously. <laughs> one of the nine. <laughs> one of the nine. Oh, no. um, he's one of the twelve. Um, he serves a really interesting role in the show, like, in the context of the show and the context of the movie. Yeah. To... Um, What's his face? I lost the name of the main character. Tanjiro. Yes, Tanjiro. <laughs> Ed, whatever his name was. Whatever. Green checkered guy. Yeah, the green checkered guy. <laughs> wow. um, yes, he serves an interesting role uh, to Tanjiro throughout this movie. Which, I mean, it kind of sets up the whole, like... Um, there's always going to be someone like stronger than you kind of thing. And the it kind of it, it also introduces the fact that not all the Hishira are like crazy, <laughs> like insane. Because <laughs> like most of the Hishira we've met are pretty crazy. Yeah, I was about to say most of them seem pretty uh, unstable. <laughs> the only two that I would say had seemed not unstable was um what's his face, uh, the first guy he meets. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then and then yeah, this guy. So water and flame. <laughs> Everybody else seems a bit unhinged. <laughs> um yeah <laughs> yeah i don't know like i think it's interesting because like in the movie they in one scene they spend a sim like they they actually take a specific moment to like make a whole thing where after he like kind of shows how powerful he is and how like much he cares about people and everything mm-hmm. that all three of uh uh, let me see three. I hate that they just put Nesco in the box, but we'll get to that. Um, the three of them are all like, like you know, they look up to him. They're yeah. like, dude, this guy should train us. <laughs> he's awesome because, like, I don't know, he's he's like a really nice guy and he's got passion, which is kind of what the whole thing is about. Yes. So it's just an interesting character because again, they don't focus on him as much. Yeah, I mean, which we can go ahead and, I guess, just talk about this. Um, One of the main things I cited as, like, the moment the credits rolled and everyone, like, uh, we went and saw this with our mom. Everyone, like, they turned to me, they were like, Robbie, what did you think of the movie? I'm like, it probably would have been a lot better if it was from... uh, the fire guy's perspective, right? No, it probably this is kind would of his been. story, right? Like, <laughs> like the only thing you you didn't need anything really to be in Tandro's perspective. The only thing you get out of that is his family, which you only yeah. get if you've like watched the show. Which I mean, it, I I'm not saying exclude all of that. I'm just saying make the main perspective of the movie from the fire guy's perspective because yeah, this is his movie yeah right? i actually really liked the the tanjiro family yeah, stuff and that was good that was cool the dream stuff i thought was pretty fun i yeah. mean obviously inosuke and Zetsu's were played for just jokes exclusively I liked inosuke's, that was but funny. inosuke's dream was funny um <laughs> I like that he actually like had a boar head in, in his dream. Exactly, <laughs> he could yes. actually open his mouth. It's pretty good. Uh, but um, <laughs> like like I feel like we spent very little time in in uh, Flame Ashira again. Yeah, getting dream. to know him. Yeah, like, like we get an introduction from Tandro's perspective. We see him all through Tandro's perspective. We only get his dreams in in sort of like a Demon Slayer fashion of flashbacking to characters. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just think the ending, which is quite an emotional ending, uh, if I do say so. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, could have just been a lot. It felt kind of watered down just because we haven't really gotten to know this guy out, much outside of like just his backstory. Yeah, and, and like I said after the movie while we were discussing this, it would have actually made sense yeah. to make it a movie Yeah, to make... if it was from his perspective like if they... because then it would be something different yeah, from if they, the show. If they wanted to tell his story and they were like, we really should tell it from his perspective. Let's make it a movie instead of an arc in the show, so that we don't switch perspectives in the like show canon. But yeah, that would have that would have made so a lot the, more sense. So then to you me, had so then you but, had this whole movie where yeah. where we start off because this picks up like with the shots at the end of yeah. Demon Slayer no, show of them getting on the train. It's literally the end of season. So if you one. did that and then had it start from like him getting on the train, yeah. Um, 
and him being like uh, him running into all of them well technically the movie starts with uh the master guy um well, yeah, besides, besides, court, besides yeah. that, that's setting, <laughs> yeah. that's setting up the fact that he's going to die. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, but yeah. And I, uh, though, yeah, yeah. Hold on. I'll, I'll get to this. Um, <laughs> the biggest problem I think I had with the movie, um, like just on a personal level, and it has to do with the same like talking point, mm-hmm. um, is that once they beat the Mugen train, random upper number three shows up yeah. and kills and kills him <laughs> yeah that was kind what of <laughs> what's the what is the purpose of this like like that's and that's the whole for for listeners that's the split we were talking about from like essentially the two movies because after they beat the Mugen yeah train after they after they kill and the lower, lower one, one the lower one um, guy and and like you they could yeah, have yeah. ended it right there it would have not been very good paced <laughs> And oh, structured out, but they really could have. They could have ended it right there, <laughs> um, but then like just randomly, the upper number three, the most powerful demon we've seen in in canon so far, outside, outside of, of the uh, main guy, yeah. outside of the main villain, just pops in, <laughs> and he's like, "Well, time, time to, to kill you guys." Like, like I get in theory, like it in in universe how it would make sense for him to be there to make sure yeah. that they actually took, like, that this lower one actually <laughs> took care of all of these guys. Because, like, that was, like, five demon slayers, yeah, yeah. one of them being a Hashira. <laughs> and, um, like, it, it makes sense why he would be there. It just doesn't make sense from in a the sto- movie. But yeah. from a story structure standpoint, it makes no like, sense. Like, that would happen after the movie's over, you know? Like, <laughs> when we get back for season two, that's what happened. And, and like, especially season one, um, because this bothered me a lot, too, because in season one, uh, they have um, Rory, or however you say his name, mm-hmm. right? That's the big battle at the end. And he was, what, he was lower five? I believe so, yes. Yeah, so we have lower five, <laughs> who get, who almost gets beat, almost gets beat by Tanjiro. <laughs> He fails, obviously, yeah. and then what's his face comes in and kills him in five seconds. But then we move to upper one. I mean, lower one, not upper one. That would be insane. I was about but to say, move, what? We move to lower one, and he's got more blood, and his neck is, like, the size of, like, I don't know, like a canoe. And Tanjiro and Inosuke beat him themselves with almost Within no trouble. Within a matter of like 10 minutes. Right? Like with almost no trouble. Once they find the neck, they're like, aha. And then he's like, ah, eyeball attack. And then Tanjiro just like almost. And then once they figure out how to get past that, it, they literally just kill him. Yeah. Right? Like like Inosuke can't get attacked by it because of his mask. And Tanjiro figured out how to break out of the dreams like Immediately. 20 minutes ago yeah <laughs> so like literally that's it they just use some I don't, I don't i don't get how they cut the neck it bothers <laughs> me so much yeah that in that section feels so low stakes yeah it feels because, low stakes like, it feels rushed most of the people like we know uh nesco and uh zetsu, zetsu and uh the other guy can can fend off i had to look up how to pronounce this guy's name yeah i don't remember how to pronounce his name uh, and he's like, quote, like what I would consider to be the main character of the movie. <laughs> they don't say his name hardly at all. I know they hardly ever say his name. Um, bro, when they kept calling him bro, <laughs> they kept calling him bro. <laughs> I was like, ah. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but yeah, like you know that they can fend off, uh, like one demon for all these people. We've seen them do it for like five minutes now yeah um so uh, it, it and, just and feels it that, feels more tedious and the fact than, that the the dream attack isn't hurting them at all exactly yeah <laughs> no one's no one's trying to slice their souls for the for like the other passengers <laughs> the worst thing that's happening um is like tanjiro has been injured he's bleeding out. yeah i was about to say he's been he's he's been injured we want to see if he's all right you know but yeah no i i just wanted to mention that because like that section in particular feels very low stakes especially compared to the rest of the movie 
Ringoku. I was right. It's Ringoku. <laughs> it's literally just Ring and then Goku. My God. I was. I guess I was right. I was worried I was wrong, but Ringoku. <laughs> Goku. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. No, it's it's interesting. Like yeah, I think I think that was because like you know it's the Mugen Train. The Mugen movie. Train. I know. Like they called it. They should have just called it like Ringoku or something. <laughs> and like I don't know. Like. I, as much as I did get, like, chills from the animation and the score, like, I don't think I could have not. Like, it was really, <laughs> really good looking, and the score goes really hard in this movie. Uh, and, like, I, I like seeing Tanjiro and Inosuke fight together. That's great. Yeah. So, like, all of those elements were good because the characters are still good here, and everything like that's still good. But it just, like, after it, it happened, flat. it feels so, well it feels kind of pointless yeah (laughs) you're just like okay so why did we just go through all that like could we not have just like done that in like a few minutes or just as an as a few episodes and then you know and you know the show has a pretty high human body count we talked about this yeah yeah the The show has a pretty high human body count it sets the stakes pretty well in the show yeah and this there is a zero human body count until ringoku (laughs) dies at the end which i get is the point because ringoku's whole thing is don't let anybody die no matter what (laughs) that was his whole shtick in this movie um which you know he succeeds yeah i mean <laughs> but yeah. like you, there's like no stakes train man who who <laughs> has made himself into an entire train cannot, <laughs> cannot kill a single person this man has turned into one of the thomas the tank engine uh <laughs> creature he can't he can't yeah this is for all those people wondering how the anatomy of thomas works this is how this is how <laughs> He's got a giant neck bone. <laughs> but yeah, like like he can't kill a single person. There's no stakes to this guy. So then after they beat him, then Upper... Um, I thought it was Upper 3. Yeah, Upper 3 pops in. <laughs> and like it's just this huge battle and they're all just like, wow, look at that. That's so out of our league. <laughs> I, I'm sure this would be a lot better if we were focusing on Rengoku. Hmm. <laughs> Hmm. <laughs> um yeah and then it, it's just so weird and yeah. then he gets away like it's it's just kind of a lot of the choices from a story standpoint are just so bizarre to me like the plot of the th- the plot of the movie makes sense from like the show's perspective like this would have been a fine stretch of like seven episodes or something yeah, like no, that yeah i think this would have been a really cool show um, arc and I think it also, like, I don't want to dismiss this as just, oh, it should have been a show it arc, <laughs> when it could have been a really cool movie focusing on Ringo. Oh, definitely, like, perspective. yeah. Perspective. Yeah, no, it, it could have been, like, I probably would have liked it more than the show, honestly. I would have, I would have loved, I would, I'll tell you what I would have loved this movie to be. Okay. And and this is this would be, like, major changes. <laughs> but I would love for it to start with Ringoku in the dream. Ooh. Like, just introduce his like character <laughs> from the dream. Yeah, like, like Inception. Like Inter- introduce his dad, introduce his mom, introduce, like, his brother, and yeah, all of yeah. that stuff that matters to his character in the dream. And then slowly, as time goes on, he figures stuff out because, you know, he's a Shira and he's awesome. Uh, yeah, and you could cut between some of the other. Yeah, like, and then you start, and, and start then you to, start cutting in between. To start set to up. try and figure out what the heck is going. Yeah, on. Yeah, to to kind of slowly, like, Wait a minute, Tanjiro. slowly unravel the fact that Tanjiro's Tanjiro isn't alive. Yeah, like Tanjiro is <laughs> yeah. like cut between yeah. all of that stuff. Oh, that would have been dope. Like that's what oh I gosh. thought they like from the moment they like went into the dreams and they were like they didn't know they were dreaming at first i was like why didn't the movie start with this (laughs) (laughs) like start with the dreams and then if you need to explain it more use flashbacks that's literally like flashbacks you use them all the time i was about to say you could have well they literally do this in the movie you could have like stuff in the dream like try and get them to remember what was going on before yeah there's this really sick oh, there's this so really cool. sick thing that happens where tanjiro goes up to the water and then like the <laughs> conscious tanjiro like pulls him in and tells him it's a dream uh like like all that would have been such oh, a cool it opening been so oh my gosh why'd you have to why'd you have to say it like... no the moment they went into the dreams and didn't know they were dreaming i was oh. like why is this not the beginning of the movie and then that would have been so have cool. them beat the lower yeah. one. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Like as, that it would have it would have felt so much more like such a, a 
more organic like progression to the Mugen train stuff. Yeah, like like cuz and it would have given you such a better like such a more solid emotional anchor on uh Dang it, I forgot his name. Rengoku. <laughs> yes, Rengoku. But, like, yeah, like, ultimately, the movie itself feels like it's not about the movie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It just it just kind of feels like it's... It almost feels like a, summer, like a summary, like a supercut of a yeah, stretch it feels of like, It feels like it's just trying to get through it. Yeah, it's it like feels showing like it's you just what's trying to get through the plot But it just, movie. like, it, it wants to carry on and get to Rengoku's emotional death. Yeah. Um, which they could have done with so much more weight. Like, sure, it's a really emotional thing. The speech he gets is, like, gives is great at the end. Yeah. I loved that. No, no, yeah. Like, his his death was still, like, an emotional scene, obviously. I just think it, it could have been so much better. Yeah, like, and I think, like, restructuring it, opening it with them already being in the dream. And now you'd obviously have to rework a lot. Yeah, you'd have to rework a, a, a few things. To, not, to, not even really to that much. To play out from starting from the dream and yeah. explaining what the heck is going on. Yeah. But, like, it would get you tied to his character, like, immediately. Mm-hmm. And it would also give you stakes in the fact that this lower one guy, t- like, essentially got the... Like a, a, a Shira <laughs> and three demon slayers, like taken out. Yeah. Even though they weren't like taken out, you know, they were taken out. Yeah. Oh man, that would have been so good. Yeah, I don't know. Like that was Why'd like you have to I was just like, wait, what? Why? <laughs> what? <laughs> um. Ah oh, man. And I and I have one other big problem with this. Okay. I don't know if you have anything else specifically you want to mention before I go into my last problem. I just want to I just want to mention the severe lack of uh, Netsco action. Well, that's all I'm saying. Guess what? My last big <laughs> problem was going to be. That's not that's not a big problem with the, the big movie. problem to me. Okay. I so, mean, sure. I would love to see. So I mentioned Netsko be a I more active force. I mentioned last episode we did on the show mm-hmm. that. Nesco was not a very active force, and I didn't like no, that, but it not, made sense in, in the context one. of season one. Exactly, Because yeah. they were still trying to figure out everything. She wasn't, quote-unquote, legal. Um, <laughs> legal. Like, all of this stuff was going on, right? But at the end of season one of Demon Slayer, <laughs> she gets officially recognized as a Demon Slayer. I'm like, yes. Yeah. She's now going to be now one of the gang. Be, she's going to be out there fighting. <laughs> and she spends 90% of this movie... Either off screen, either off screen or in the box. <laughs> yeah, it just yeah, it just saddens me, Mike. I was just like, what? Like, like they're on the train. I think the entire extent of them being on the train, it's nighttime. It takes place all in that one mm-hmm. night. Starting. Yeah, no, because sunrise is at the very end of the movie. Yeah, so they literally could have had her with them the entire time because she is now completely legal to just be walking about. No demon slayer is gonna see her and just be like slice, slice. <laughs> Otherwise, they would face consequences. Yeah. Um, and, like, she's just not. And, and and it works for how they wrote the plot, because she's the only one who wasn't put to sleep. Yeah. Um, but, like, it still just bothers me that even after that, like, she had but she had butts, like, Tandro to help wake him up to reality <laughs> wake me with up. the fire blood and everything up, which so... I'm glad they used her yeah her new powers that was sick but um like after that she's just kind of she's there kind of there she she just is there Tandro's like Nezco are you okay and she's like yeah yeah <laughs> what are you doing yeah. <laughs> and then like he's like yeah free their bonds and then okay. he's like yeah go protect that train later and yeah that's about it that's all she does I don't know. I I do well, wish they. Why couldn't they just take her freaking muzzle off now that she's, <laughs> now that she's like official? I don't know. Like man. I get it helps. It's a precaution, but she can't talk. <laughs> she could talk if you took it off. That's kind of messed up. <laughs> I don't know. It just bothers me, and I hope they start in season two to like give her even, some agency even, yeah even if they story. even if they do it slowly over time like just start giving her more and more actual character <laughs> besides just being tanjiro's little sister tanjiro's wholesome little sister who doesn't <laughs> want to eat anyone <laughs> like it just i was just like uh because because yeah i said like explicitly in in the last thing like the one thing i want to see from season two and some with the movie because like the movie i can give it some leeway um but like from season two of the show i just need nezco to become more <laughs> of an like like a character yeah 
Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we just went over a lot of negative stuff. So what is your favorite scene or sequence? My favorite scene or sequence? Um, <laughs> That's a great question. I'm probably going to go with Rengoku's death at the end yeah it's really good that's really that's a really good scene it's the only time where like i got like goosebumps i was like ooh, it's ooh. still it's still funny <laughs> it's still funny though because in, in the movie the big hole in his chest oh my gosh <laughs> so it's a good scene he would have been dead i still oh, man you know uh i will say a lot of the stuff in this uh especially like story-wise like this is bad pacing even by the show's standards yeah um, which shows you can pace them a lot differently for movies since you have a heck of a lot more runtime to play with. Yeah. Um, but I still find like the demon deaths in the show so interesting and so like cool, like with something really unique to this show. Yeah. And it, the, the one in this movie is really good too. <laughs> yeah, no, I really liked his death and I liked that they like, like that they didn't go full on sympathetic for him since he's been the most like actually, <laughs> just evil dude we've met yeah. demon wise besides the big main guy <laughs> yeah like even all of the other high-powered demons they've run into are usually just like man my life they're sure just is... traumatized people who <laughs> yeah my life sure is depressing killing people but he's more just like a psychopath i think he always was a psychopath <laughs> yeah no it's it's interesting i don't know i just i just wanted to shout it out i, I that's one of my favorite elements of the show and it's it's done really well here too as yeah well. i did want to mention though um, and I forgot about this. I was going to mention it earlier. What yeah. the heck happens to Tanjiro's sword? He stabs it into lower number three. Oh, as he's yeah. He away, like throws he it. He never at gets it back. I wondered about that. I was like, <laughs> what's going to happen? I half expected it to like snap back to his hand. And I'm like, wait a minute. That, that doesn't happen in Demon Slayer. <laughs> like, like, what are they going to do? You can't just go throwing your sword at people. Does he just lose his sword? Like, does is he this, go after is this, it? Is the sword guy going to come back again and try is and kill him? Is he going to actually kill him? <laughs> He's going to actually kill him. <laughs> show ends. Sword wow. guy kills Tanjiro. <laughs> that would be an interesting choice. Um, Like, yeah, but I think my favorite scene or sequence, since I hadn't answered that question, mm -hmm. would probably either be, like, like Rengoku's death. Obviously, that's really well done. Mm. Um, Or... Bro, when, his mo when the camera pans up and shows his mom, I was like... <laughs> cinema baby <laughs> or um <laughs> i don't know like pretty much just anything with rengoku in it. like just the stuff <laughs> focusing the opening like, like the stuff focusing on him yes even the delicious scene <laughs> i think i think honestly that like the first like seven minutes of this other than like the master in the graveyard stuff is like some of the most like kind of cringe-worthy stuff that's been in the there Demon was Slayer there was some more cringe stuff in this than than in the show yeah <laughs> delicious <laughs> dude why did he eat so much though? why was he eating so much who knows <laughs> uh but yeah pretty much any scene with him in it like as as one of the main focuses was really really well done yeah no it's because because the screenplay he's the emotional anchor of the story and uh, I also really liked the Tanjiro family stuff. Yeah. Um, like all of the dream sequence stuff when it came to Tanjiro, I thought was really good. Um, well, there you go. I mean, it is really good. Like it, it feels like, um, like early season one stuff. And it, yeah. It, mm. And like when they, which I mean, I always wanted. I I said before. Um, on our season one episode that i almost wish we got a full episode of just the family hanging out before everything went wrong yeah and, 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 and which we kind of did now and so. it would make sense too as earlier <laughs> it would make even sense if you wanted to have tanjaro still as the main focus to open up on the dream on the dream as he slowly realizes like he slowly like like he's they literally they literally do stuff where he starts to like slip word wise he's like oh i can't believe nesco's out in the sun and then he's like wait a minute why did Why I say did that? I say... And like, like random Although, stuff like that. I will say, Micah, kind of a big problem, and probably a reason they didn't do that is someone who hasn't seen the show would be like, "What the heck?" Well, that's that's the that's the movie writer. That's the that's the show creator movie writer problem for making a movie being a direct sequel to a season of a tele. Of a I was about to say, without show. the setup of the train, you'd be like, "What the heck is going on right now?" Which is why making Ringo yeah. through the focus, and you could explain the setup of mm -hmm. the train through him. 
would make more sense. But exactly. S- but still. Even then. <laughs> I'm just saying. It would have been a really cool opening. Because, <laughs> like, they do a really good job. And if they, and if you, you as the audience didn't know, like, what was going on as well, I think the dream sequence would be a lot cooler when it comes to Tandro. Yeah. Because, like, he, like, randomly sees Nezko's box at one point. Mm -hmm. And, like, at one point, he literally just, like, bursts into flames (laughs) as Nezko is, like, using her fire blood on him. Dang it, man. Um, Is it just me or is Inosuke funnier in this movie? Inosuke is always funny. Yeah. (laughs) But Inosuke is giving it his all in this. It's, like, he's, I don't know. I guess I'll just watch any piece of media if Inosuke is part of the equation. Inosuke is probably my favorite character from this stupid show. (laughs) He's so funny. And he man. was right. I love that he was right. The writers made him <laughs> the, the, right. The train, yeah. The ma- <laughs> uh, yeah. So in the show, for, for our audience listeners... Uh, I mean, like, we, we've we said all of this with under the context that, yeah, that you've anyone seen listening this, has seen the first so season much. and the movie. Yeah. Uh, but, like, in the show, <laughs> just, just to, like, as a reminder, in case you didn't know this, uh, in the show... Uh, Inosuke, and even in the opening of this, he doesn't know what a train is. Tandro also doesn't know what a train is. They're both from well, like they, yeah. the middle of nowhere <laughs> mountains. In the middle of nowhere in the mountains. <laughs> yeah. uh, but Inosuke thinks it's like a great beast that he wants to fight, <laughs> and like he's like, I gotta take him on. And then later in the movie, it's <laughs> they have, revealed they have to take him. <laughs> the, the the demon was the train, and he was a great beast, and they have to take him on. <laughs> And Inosuke's uh, like, I was right. I knew it. I was right. <laughs> the team leader stuff for me. I still love how the uh, uh, his obsession with speed has come back into play. <laughs> right. He's like, I gotta race. <laughs> oh no, uh, I think I think Inosuke is such a fun character. Really is. Like, man. Um, like, and he's a little less annoying in this too. Yeah, he's a little say. less. Like I think he's grown less from just shouting at everybody. Yeah, he still shouts a lot, obviously, but he's not just like ah, oh, fight me every time he comes at like <laughs> oh, <fight> anybody. <laughs> like he wasn't like ah, oh, fight me to the to the Hashira. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He he has grown past thinking he's the most powerful thing in the world. Exactly. And uh, which I mean that was his whole arc in season one. Yeah. And I think I think too, um, like with Inosuke specifically, I like that like even he with Rengoku was like, dude, this guy's got to train me. He's awesome. <laughs> he's awesome. <laughs> and he's mad about it too that this guy's so powerful, <laughs> bro. Uh... <laughs> so like, uh, uh, Zetsu in this movie. Yeah, he's mostly asleep for the whole movie. <laughs> like ninety percent of. The... <laughs> like, is he even awake? He's awake. We see him awake for like three minutes at the very right. end, and then like right. seven he minutes. Says, at the he beginning. says like he says he has like five lines, <laughs> and mostly just like typical like oh no, I'm gonna die. I love and, how oh, he's no, like I love how he's billed above Rengoku and literally has like almost nothing to do in this movie. <laughs> right, and and I love too how he like you know his powers only really work when he's asleep <laughs> so they don't even like worry about waking him up he's just asleep for the whole movie i know he's like nesco go wake everyone up and then she just does <laughs> she doesn't wake him up uh, uh it was it was pretty funny he contributes he contributes nothing they make like he helps nesco defend the three he consciously contributes nothing but you know that's okay that's all i ever really wanted <laughs> Wow. No, I just want his character to grow more. Yeah, I was about to say, I want him to, like, mature a little, please. <laughs> yeah, because, like, he had a really cool arc in season one. Yeah, but, no. Like, he's his, still kind of annoying. His episode arc in uh, season one is, like, one of the best moments in the entire show. But, like, eh. <laughs> he, he does not get a character moment in, the, in this, really. <laughs> like, you get the cool little uh, musical cue as he comes no, slicing like him, through, but that's it. <laughs> like, like they kind of rank the characters in, in, in importance. Nezko and Zetsu are the lowest. Yes. They get the least amount of screen time and do the least. And then kind of, kind of probably, like, I don't know, you could probably put... Lower one. <laughs> like, Inosuke, and then Tanjiro and Rengoku kind of on the same level. They focus yeah. more on Tanjiro, but they do give them both, like, a significant amount of weight when it comes to the movie. Man, I really just wish, like, 
all the stuff we've brought up um, in this movie, like in the discussion of this movie, I really just wish, I, I think a lot of its problems would have been fixed if it just focused on Rengoku more. Cause that's the, that's the core of the movie Yeah, and it just feels so half baked. It's his movie. He's on all the posters. Really literally about, paced. literally about like him and yeah. his like ideals and his passion. Yeah. It just makes me sad. I'm like, this could have been like one of the best anime films ever made. Um, and it just, it just falls so flat. Right. And there's so many good moments when, <laughs> with Rengoku interacting yeah. with them, especially like in the midst of like battles and stuff, he'll say stuff to them. That's like, you're like, oh, that's so sweet. Wow. <laughs> you're like, this guy's so cool. <laughs> and then like, they just don't give him like enough screen time. They still give him a lot of screen time. They just don't give him enough. I honestly can't believe that this has made as much as it has in America because with right? with how really really bad the pacing is like it's just so bad like i'm surprised i mean i mean it was one of the most popular shows yeah. in america too last, I think like in 20 2019 2020 i have a theory um if this would have released on a streaming platform instead, it would have almost like nothing because people probably would have just turned it off. Like for with anyone who's yeah, not anybody a fan who's of the not show. part of like anybody who hasn't seen the show they probably been like, would have. What? <laughs> but like, it, I think yeah. I think if I'm not mistaken, I just saw something. I, I don't remember if I said it at the beginning uh-huh. that uh, Demon Slayer, uh, Mugen Train, uh, took the highest opening weekend for a foreign film in America. I believe so. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think so. that's what I think that's what it was. Which I mean, we can we contributed to that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> paid a lot of money. Yeah, I was about to say we paid, paid some money to see this uh, <laughs> while it was in a theater. Uh, which, like I said, really awesome to see it on a big screen. Like, like I I can't express enough how amazing the animation of this show and movie is. I, you know what I would love to do? Just like ran out of theater and watched like all of season one in one day. That <laughs> In so 10 dope. hours? That would be, be so 10 dope. hours of Well, watching. obviously you'd take like a break every three hours or something like that. I think you should do it over <laughs> multiple days. <laughs> I just think that would be so cool. Because this show, it looks amazing. And it's it was... Uh, I hadn't been in a theater think, all year. Like, I, I, so I couldn't tell specifically, but mm-hmm. I think that they filmed... Like, like I, I, I like to think anyway that, the, that this was like quote-unquote shot a little bit more cinematically than the show was. It is. Yeah, especially like some of the... Um, some of the interior stuff yeah, they looks had, a lot more movie-esque. They had some cool shots and stuff, and I was like, oh, I, I wouldn't expect like a shot like that from the show and everything. Yeah. <laughs> I just remembered the Tanjiro's heart thing. <laughs> the wow. little, little souls that walk them around. Yes. Uh, Tanjiro Dang. really is a Paddington protagonist. That's what I'm saying. That's what I all keep saying it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I think I think that really covers almost everything for me. I can't, yeah, I can't think of really yeah. Anything let's else. go into our closing thoughts. All right, all right. Would you like to do your closing thoughts first? Since I feel like I've sure. talked a lot. <laughs> sure, Micah. Since you don't want to, since you don't want to talk about the movie, I'll do fine. He's like, I'll do all the work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I feel like okay. <laughs> so, Mugen Train should have been i i don't know i feel like i went into it without very many expectations which micah said he had some expectations for the movie like the nesco thing i mean i had expectations of hoping that they would like i I was just hoping that they would do stuff with nesco that was really it i didn't expect it to be like yeah anything in particular (laughs) i was just i think hoping that this movie would be a bit more together like just solid as a movie which like it's interesting to critique a certain property as a show, like a season of a show versus a movie, because they are pretty different uh, art forms and mediums, but they do share a lot of similarities. And I think that the stuff that works well in the show works well here, but transferring it onto the movie medium, the shoddy pacing and like the lack of like focus on one main character which in this case Rengoku is what I'm referencing because he is the what I would consider the emotional core of the movie no he is um 
it it really is to the movie's downfall i think um yeah i think like not to cut in yeah but um like it is it it works like like you said it it works well as the show like the stuff yeah the stuff that works well in the show works well here to watch there exactly but from a solely movie standpoint critiquing it it as a movie movie, and it's hard to critique it not like including the context of the show (laughs) exactly because it is a sequel it's so reliant on the show yeah Um, but as like as a movie itself it is pretty darn mid at best yeah i (laughs) honestly um i was gonna give it a like five out of ten like two and a half that sort of thing um, but I bumped it up to a three just because I like it, I guess. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I enjoyed it. Um, but honestly, like, if I was just going to crack down on this, like, and pick it apart, I probably would have just given it a two and a half. Yeah. And see, that's the thing for me because I really had fun watching it. Yeah. I, I, no, it's I, a... thought, it, I thought it was obviously poorly paced and everything. Yeah. I was about to say, if it, if it wasn't as boring, that was, that was <laughs> noticeable in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> but I had a lot of fun watching it in theaters. And I thought it was great to, like, watch. It was a fun theater beautiful yeah. i thought the music was great i thought the performances were still great like i got a lot out of yeah, watching no, it yeah but so so like it's it's hard to judge up to like as a movie because it really when you watch it with the show it almost isn't a movie in a way <laughs> yeah but like it's still weighed down by the fact that it is exactly yeah it's it's really just i think the killer is really just the pacing like i would excuse like not going exclusively uh, exclusively like with Rengoku uh his point of view like that sort of thing if the movie was just more watchable <laughs> yeah you know like and it, i wish they would have like uh, set up more things and like yeah. explained why up upper 3 was there and just like random stuff that yeah. in in, a, in in like a, the show in the show they could have taken they could have taken time to do yeah, that pretty yeah pretty excusable and they would have had more time to be like ah here's this thing where they're sending the like the upper three to make sure the job gets done yeah because they're sending like a billion demon slayers to go deal with the lower one (laughs) um and like you know you could have had time and you could have focused more on rengoku you could have done a lot more and like as the show and like i said i don't inherently want it to just be an arc of the show yeah I would love for it to be a really well done movie because, you know, I like movies a lot and it would be a lot more convenient to be like, ah, yeah, go check out this movie. Let's go like turn on the Demon Slayer movie real quick because I want like something Demon Slayer-y that's not watching the entire Instead of watching like the mountain arc or something. Yeah. Yeah. And like, it's just, it's just kind of like disappointing in the end. Yeah. No, I... I will say I had kind of I, I I did have high hopes for this with it being the highest grossing film in Japan. Um, like I said, I think I think that's just from nature yeah. of what it is, honestly. Yeah, because like I I wouldn't I probably wouldn't have gotten seen it if I hadn't seen the show like yeah, at all. And, I'm and like, okay, just, yeah, it's a Demon Slayer and, movie. And, and in Japan, that? in Japan, an- anime is like so much bigger part of culture. And Demon Slayer was so big. Like, it was so big in America, too. Yeah. Like, it was probably Just the not biggest. Quite as big. <laughs> like, so, like, almost, like, everybody went and saw the movie in yeah. Japan because, like, you know. What are you going to do? It was the, yeah. the, the yeah. show, you know? It's the, the fans show. of the show. <laughs> so, yeah, it was just, it was just, like, I don't know. Yeah. No, uh, it's just, I, I would mainly sum it up as just, like, it, it just has some problems as a movie in that it just doesn't it, yeah. it just can't get over i just can't get over them honestly honestly i would probably <laughs> buy this and watch this occasionally uh, yeah, i have a lot I'd, of fun with the characters i watch it sometime yeah um like i said a stuff is really it funny would be one this. of it would be one of those movies that i'm like yeah this is kind of bad but it's fun <laughs> yeah i was about to say it's kind of kind of eh, pretty mid but like it like and, and it's oh man i i commented it's so boring in those first 20 minutes man yeah it's like honestly i was like okay if if and this was, movie was doesn't I, pick up was i crazy or was the editing weird in the first like like in, just in the beginning of the uh, movie i would i don't know about weird it was a little it was a little rough especially like considering it's the same editor as the show and everything yeah i don't know yeah it, it definitely had a weird feeling to it but i think i think it was just the movie establishing its tone 
and it really didn't do a great job of that either. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I yeah, know. I don't know. I, I feel like saying that everything <laughs> that is show about this movie works well and everything that is movie about this <laughs> movie is, is kind movie. of mid kind is a of pretty mid. accurate way to sum up yeah. how this movie is. Yeah. So, well, there you go. See, we we I I didn't like it as much as I hoped I would, but um, yeah. I, I still, I, did, I, still I, I still rather enjoyed it. I will still probably buy it because I'm a <laughs> sucker for these characters and Anosuke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> buy it. I, I'd buy. It. I need to go buy like a um like cheapy Anosuke uh, sticker for awesome. my Mac. <laughs> 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 have you so seen good. have you seen those little like foam plush things there's a the little Anosuke one wait really yeah <laughs> i want one okay but yeah <laughs> let's get into well, yeah what, or what we watched over these last two weeks yeah on our on our one week hiatus and uh we'll wrap up the episode yeah let's let's, let's bring it home <laughs> All right. So for those of you who don't know, I say this every time, but like I think it's I think it's <laughs> no, good. it's necessary. It's necessary um, <laughs> the what we watched section is simply us going through our diary on Letterboxd uh, of what we've recently logged, which Indeed. Letterboxd you can put that you've logged a movie, you can rate <laughs> it and stuff. So that's where we got the title for the show. Today we're going to be reading our diary, <laughs> <laughs> and um, we also are going to go through um, yeah what we watched. Indeed. So we're starting with the twelfth. Yes, that is that is when and the last episode. We're gonna released. we're kind of kind of breeze through to the nineteenth <laughs> to get to what we actually watched like this in week. the past week. Yeah, because <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean like the twelfth was definitely not the last week. <laughs> yeah. So uh, what do we what do we what do we kick off with, Remy? Um, the killer Disney Channel film Pixel Perfect, uh, which is essentially just um. What did I say? <laughs> Take your pick. It could be Ex Machina. Ex Machina. Could be Black Mirror. <laughs> could be her. Could be Bro, Prometheus. It's literally... <laughs> could be Blade Runner 2049. Yeah, it's it's a sci-fi movie question mark. Um, it, my, was, it was weird. My review for this is very accurate, I would say. I gave it a two and a half out of five. I so. gave it a one and a half. Uh, but yeah. I thought it was interesting. Go go check Wait. out my review. I'm Micah or games underscore things on Letterboxd with the Ratatouille profile picture. <laughs> yes. Uh, I thought it was pretty decent, actually. It explores it explores its idea in a, in a much more depth than I thought a Disney Channel thing would. <laughs> uh, but uh, next we watched Pee-wee's Big Adventure for the first time. Yeah. Um, Tim Burton. Tim Burton. The moment I found out it was Tim Burton. I'm like, dude, we have to watch. Had this. never seen anything Pee Wee. Had never seen this like from like like this is Tim Burton's first movie. Yeah, uh, and it crazy. was it was pretty darn good. It was pretty funny. Oh my god, yeah, no, I loved it way more than I thought I would. My uh, my mom had seen it uh, back well, not when it came out, I don't think, but like she had seen it before, um, and always said like how dumb it was. And I watched it, and I'm like, what? This is actually funny though. <laughs> like, wait a minute. <laughs> I gave it four stars. <laughs> but yeah, no, I I really love it. Um it has a lot of like that raw Burton energy. <laughs> right, this is more like the wild Burton. I think I think this Burton I think this Burton is dead now. Corporations have killed this Burton. <laughs> the corporations have killed this Burton. Uh, if you look at his recent movie. <laughs> yeah, I gave it I gave it I gave it a 4 out of 5. Good stuff. Uh, Great stuff actually. Next in the 13th, I watched Hook for the first time. Uh, the Robin Williams uh, Steven Spielberg Hook. I can't wait to watch it. Uh, it was like very, fun. it was very long. <laughs> it was um, very long. <laughs> it was very much a daddy issue movie, um, but it, you know it was fine. It was it was pretty quote unquote magical feeling. Like it definitely had that old like Spielberg, the fairy classic tale, Spielberg, like classic a... feeling. But I think it was just a bit too long. That Spielberg and... is dead. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I think it was a bit too long, and I think. Um, Robin Williams character Peter or whatever kissed way too many women he wasn't married to. <laughs> wow. Wait, is he married in this? Yes, oh, that's the whole interesting. thing. He, I told you this like the plot of yeah, this. Yeah, well, I forgot that you mentioned he was married. He's got kids. That's the whole point. He's got to go well, rescue not his Not everyone kids. who has kids is married. By kids. Well, <laughs> Spielberg made the Okay, movie. okay. Yes. Um did you watch anything in between to the? 15th? I mean, I watched I watched a bunch of shorts. Um, most notably, Neighbors, which is a 1952 short film where they like use people like live action people as like stop motion figures. So they have them move around in really weird ways. Wow. <laughs> um, it was interesting. 
Very interesting. You should watch it sometime. Huh. Uh, I watched it on the Criterion channel. So. But yeah, on the on the fifteenth, I watched the remake remake of Freaky Friday, <laughs> the Devil the, remake, the twenty eighteen version, which they made a musical and is probably one of the worst movies I've ever seen. <laughs> uh, don't watch it. Don't watch it. Really, like, just don't. Um, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, yeah, this is the director who directed Mall, Mall Cop, Cop and worked on Movie 43. Okay, Mall Cop, the only reason it works is because of its screenplay, <laughs> not because of its direction. So. <laughs> yeah, this movie's pretty darn terrible, but it's got a 1.8 average, so at least yeah. they know it's terrible. I gave wow. it one star. <laughs> well, there you go. Also, on the 15th, I watched The Prestige The Prestige! Again. Always good. I gave it five stars. It's it one of my good. favorite movies of all time. Probably my favorite Nolan movie. I think it's the second best Nolan movie. Mm. Um, <laughs> on the 15th, we also watched that one Ardman short, Stage Oh, yeah, Fright. Stage Fright. Uh, that, was pre- that was pretty cool. Yeah. It was fine. It was kind of creepy. It was interesting. <laughs> it was it was kind of weird, actually. Yeah. It, was, it was pretty creepy. <laughs> it was pretty scary. It was pretty scary. Uh, on the 16th, I watched... Um, Troll Hunter. Yes. It was a Norwegian, uh, Norwegian. found footage movie, <laughs> uh, which despite how it sounds, it was actually like, it was it looks kind of It looks kind of lame, honestly, from its page. But... It was like, yeah, no, it looks pretty lame, but you know, I, I gave it three and a half and I think that was pretty fair. It like, looks it like was, the Watchmen poster. <laughs> it was like, it was like a solid movie. It wasn't doing too much, but it wasn't trying to do too much. Well, there you go. Uh, I also watched on the 16th The Lion King for the first time in like 10 years. The old one? Yeah. The, yeah. <laughs> or, well, no, yeah. the one that's that I could have watched for the first time in 10 years. Yes. Okay. Well, I just wanted to specify we, there are two movies called The Lion King. Uh, and man, it was really good. I didn't remember it being that, that good. I it's actually so didn't like good, it man. growing up. So Yeah, no, I hated. I kind of hated it growing up, but it's really good. But I gave it five stars. What did you watch on the 16th? I watched uh, a nice little film called Beast of the southern wild um which was like surprisingly good it's it's essentially leave no trace but like set in a different part of the world (laughs) with a different group of people rather than like in the middle of like a urban area kind of thing so it it was really good it was a really sweet movie it was a very sad movie um i definitely recommend everyone check it out it was on. Very, I watched it on HBO Max. It's a very sad movie. I uh, definitely recommend everybody. <laughs> okay, it's it a sad movie, but like it's still <laughs> it's still a good movie. Jeez. Did you watch anything else on the sixteenth? Um, I mean, I watched a few shorts. Um, Mr. Hublot, I watched. It was very good. Um, I think it got nominated for best animated short the year it came out. So it's not like that surprising that it was good. <laughs> um, but yeah, good stuff. Um, on the seventeenth, Remy, what did we what did we watch? It was technically the night. I was about to say, 16th, I think it was just we, wa- the, we the watched night it. The we it was like three by the time like it was over or something. Um, we watched Scooby Doo Two: Monsters Unleashed, which is a good good movie. Much better than the first one. I, um, I don't know. It was like the first one's still pretty funny. Yeah, still the first good. one's fine. Yeah, I, I I rewatched the first one recently, and yeah, this one's much better. No, this one's better, obviously. But, um, but... Like this movie is actually genuinely really hilarious. Um, <laughs> and I don't know. I I just love this movie. It's so unhinged. It really it it really is like the first movie, but like if they, they if they just went crazy with it, and then they just <laughs> went crazy with it. There's so many iconic lines from this. Oh my gosh. James Gunn is a master screenwriter. My mommy. My mommy. <laughs> yeah, no. If you've never uh, seen if you've never seen Scooby-Doo 2 Monsters Unleashed, I highly recommend you go check it out. I gave it it's 4 so stars. Good. I I love it. I don't know what to tell you. I gave it three and a half. I think it, I think it has some pacing problems. No, it does. That, that uh, really drag it down. It does, but yeah. I gave it four and a half. <laughs> I mean four, not four and a half. Yeah. Uh, then we watched The Throne of Blood, the Akira Kurosawa movie. Um, <laughs> yes. Very, very good. We watched fourth, it for the first my time. My fourth Kurosawa film. On the Criterion Collection. Uh, Criterion Channel. Or Criterion Channel. Yes. Uh, it was an adaptation of Macbeth, which I didn't know until yeah, we like did, halfway we through. Yeah, we didn't know until like halfway through. And I was like, wow, this sure is a lot like Macbeth. <laughs> sure is a lot like Macbeth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but man, it was like really, really, really well done. Uh, oh my gosh. Kurosawa knew how to shoot a movie, man. I honestly think it, it might be so my good. favorite Kurosawa movie. I like Seven Samurai is great, but like 
I don't know. I really liked this. I'd still have to go Aikiru, me personally. Yeah, I get. I gave it five stars. But it, it would be pretty close between this and Seven Samurai as a second favorite. Yeah. Then um, on the twentieth is my next. So what do you have? Um, I mean, I watched a few shorts uh, that I could mention. Uh, I watched one that I want to shout out. Uh, Betty tells her story. Uh, is a seventy nineteen seventy two short film. It's literally just a person talking to a camera for 20 minutes, and it's really good. <laughs> um, but bet it's not as good as uh, David Lynch cooks quinoa. Not quite. Not quite. It's not there. <laughs> but <laughs> it's close. Um, and also Talking Heads, uh, the 1980 short film, uh, where they interview um, like a human being at every stage of their life, like from 1 to 100 uh, years old, that is. It's very interesting. Should we should watch it sometime? Yeah. Um, but yeah, that that's that's really all I wanted to shout out. Then on the twentieth, <laughs> uh, I put out a short film, um, an impromptu short film. <laughs> well, I, I planned on making the short film. What? Like wait, like before we left? Yeah. Oh. I thought you just like decided to no, start shooting. No, no, this was a plan. This oh. was planned. I thought you just like picked up the camera and started shooting a short film. No. <laughs> wow. Uh, well, I put out a short film. It's my longest short film, and I would say probably my personal favorite short film that I've done it's the so best far. One. It's the best one he's made. Uh, <laughs> it's called The Space. It's on YouTube. You can go watch it, and you can log it on Letterbox. So far, only four people have. Three of those being my family. So, yeah, go watch it and log it on Letterboxd, and maybe you'll like it. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'm in it. <laughs> yeah, Robbie's in it. If you're if you're a diehard Robbie Grayway fan, you can go, you can go watch it <laughs> to complete my filmography. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> and then uh, also on the 20th, uh, we rewatched Greener Grass with our Heck sister yeah. for the first time. I, I, I like... Okay, I had already I had already stuffed La La Land down her throat. I needed to I needed to get uh, my second favorite movie, <laughs> which Greener Grass is always fun. Oh, it's really man. funny. It's, it's so really good. well done. But I don't th- I think it still has problems. I could I could sit around and just like dissect every scene and shot from this movie. <laughs> uh, I still think it's th- I, I still think it has man. some problems. So uh, I gave it three and a half stars, but I still really like it. I give it. on the 22nd i watched lord of the rings fellowship of the ring wait you watched fellowship oh sad i wanted to rewatch that it's really really darn good it's really good uh five stars the best of the trilogy micah it only gets worse it's it's not that's not true revy you cannot tell me that the two towers is better than return of the king well i mean i didn't say it gets worse like in order it just gets worse from fellowship of the ring (laughs) <laughs> Return of the King is better than Fellowship Then on the 25th we watched Mugen Train, Mugen Train. On the 25th I watched Or I finished watching I, I was about say. to say you watched all of this <laughs> uh, The Falcon and the Winter Soldier wow. uh, It was a lot of fun but I don't want to get into it that much Because there's a lot you can talk yeah, about yeah. With, with it uh, And I didn't rate it because it's a show And I also watched First Man First Man or rather, I finished it on the 25th. I, like, watched 90% of it. You, on how do you the... do that, man? <laughs> because I fell asleep. <laughs> I would have woken back up. <laughs> uh, but First Man is, like, so amazing. Four and a half stars. Love that movie. It's so good. Uh, Amy and Giselle, <laughs> please release Babylon. <laughs> that's all I watched, and that was a lot but yeah yeah that's where we're at there we uh, go thanks for listening you're probably wondering why we're not doing like an oscar episode or something but it's mainly because we just haven't seen any of the oscar films. maybe maybe we'll talk about the oscars next week maybe who knows Micah? Mm. but uh yeah gotta keep them on the <laughs> hope you enjoyed that uh go check out demon slayer and maybe the movie if you feel like it yeah uh <laughs> go check out throne of blood definitely uh go check out scooby-doo too <laughs> and have a good and we'll, we'll, we'll catch you next time have a good week yeah <laughs> <laughs>